Redeemer family, welcome to this Lent podcast. I guess that's what we're doing here. Um, this week, <laughs> Rachel and I are going to chat a little bit about Lent. What's this season that we're getting ready to walk into? And this will serve as just an introduction. This is a primer. Um, Pastor Max is going to join us in future weeks in which we will kind of talk through some of the themes that we're sharing in the devotionals and other materials. But for this week, we just wanted to provide an introduction. What is Lent? Um, if you're new to our tradition or if you're new to the word Lent or if you're new to our church um, or if you just haven't experienced a lot of Lent other than like what's in the bottom of your pockets, um, then that's what this is about. This is just about kind of walking with each other and with you um, into an understanding of what this season's about and really what we're hoping for it. So um, I'll just kind of start with with what is Lent. Lent is the 40 days uh, leading up to Easter. So we typically celebrate this or look at this in parallel to Jesus' 40 days in the wilderness um, of his kind of preparation there, his temptations and his life. Um, And so we look at this as a time for us, as those who follow Jesus, to intentionally think about um, themes like sin and things like death and themes like humanity and um, lament is what we'll talk a lot about. And it's where we really look at um, the things that are mortal as we look towards the resurrection, as we prepare for the resurrection. And it's a season um, in my life personally that has been incredibly fruitful. The taking away of things or the going to the wilderness has been an incredibly enriching um, time in my life. And I'll share more about that in a little bit. But um, this is just a season that we want to be mindful of and that we want to be aware of. I think that's why we kind of walk through the church calendar so that we can be more aware of where we're situated in the story. Um, And it's a time of really intentional formation. And um, as we've been talking and preparing materials for this season, Rachel, you've talked a lot about that, that intentional formation. So I'd love for you to share just, yeah, what you're thinking about Lent, what Lent has been for you in the past. And yeah, just give us some of your thoughts on Lent. Sure. Um, Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, so I feel like this Lent, maybe more than the past, God has really been speaking to me about Lent as an intentional season. So Israel was led into the desert by God with an intentional purpose of changing them into his people, of revealing himself to to them um, in ways that he couldn't have done anywhere else but in the desert. Uh, In Hosea, the Lord says, like, I will lure her to the desert where I can speak tenderly to her. Mm. The desert and the wilderness is a place where, or represents a place where um, we are alone, right? Like there's solidarity there. Um, It's deserted, obviously. There's, you know, only God can provide. And so um, I think that Lent is kind of a good marking of time for us in that, this idea that spiritually we go into this, and maybe, you know, if we can physically go into this place of um, solitude and solidarity with the Lord, and uh, we see it in, um, I think it's Mark that says, like, that Jesus, after he's baptized, you know, and God makes this big declaration that this is my son in whom I'm well pleased, you know, heaven is opening up, the angels are seeming to sing the dove comes and it's this glorious moment and you would think that you know then there would be the triumphal entry yeah instead the spirit takes christ directly into the wilderness and he's alone and he's tempted 
and there's nothing, um, you know, there's, it's not this big high and mighty experience that we would think would come after such a declaration from God. And yet then what the scripture tells us too is that when Jesus is done in the wilderness, that he comes out in the power of the spirit. Mm. And I think for us, that's such a beautiful reminder that Lent is not just a practice that we do because it's on the church calendar. You know, that there is a specific purpose for the Lord taking us into the wilderness and then taking us out into the out of the wilderness into Easter to celebrate the power of the Holy Spirit and what he does. But also um, the wilderness gives us a time to ask the Lord, what are you preparing me for? You know, not only in this Easter season, but coming out of Lent and the time following Lent. What is it that I need the power of the Holy Spirit for in order to accomplish whatever you have for me? Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I love that. I think that a lot of times we look at our lives and think about um, all the things around us that form us, right? And sometimes it's removal from some of those things that actually opens us up and makes us available to God to hear um, from God and to uh, be with God in a more specific way, I think, than than the ways we are always are, right? I think we can forget how near God is to us. And um, this isn't a, a removal of ourselves from God. It's a removal of ourselves from all the other things that become little gods in our life, right? That we actually serve more than God. And it kind of moves us into a place where it's like, here, I'm only going to depend on you alone, God. Um, and that can be a little alarming, like to look at all the things in our lives that we've been serving or feeding other than our, our relationship with the Lord. So I love this time as well. What would you say um, is something that you're hopeful for, maybe personally during this season? I think, um, well, this season for me personally is a little full. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm married to Barry and we have a three-year-old and we have a three-month-old and um, being bivocational, you know, all of these things have kind of, the weight has started to feel really heavy. Mm. And so um, the idea maybe of a physical <laughs> removal into the wilderness sounds kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not for 40 days, but maybe a week. Um, but I think, I think for me personally, I'm just really looking forward to, um, I think just my longing is that the Lord would just meet me in, in this season that will help me craft it out so that I can just have time with him. Mm. And um, I think at the end of Christ's wilderness experience, and you see it with Elijah too, um, but like at the end of Christ's wilderness experience, after he's been tempted, after, you know, he's gone through everything at the end, it says that the angels tended to him, mm. you know, and with, Elijah, like he has gone through all sorts of stuff. And I think it's the sparrows that come and feed him, you know, like, and I think for me, that's what I'm longing for in this Lent season is just, if I could make myself be still, but maybe the Lord is just going to have to like sit you down (laughs) and just, um, tend to me and feed me. And, um, I think that's what I long for in this season. Yeah. Yeah. I resonate really deeply with that because I think um, similarly life can be really busy, right? Like having five kids and also being um, co-vocational or bivocational, like I identify so much with you in that. 
of just like, yeah, life can be really full and it can feel like, oh, what a privilege it would be to go to the desert for 40 days. Like that sounds nice. If I could get 40 uh, seconds some days or, or 40 minutes, you know, that would be really nice. Uh, and so I think, yeah, I think I'm, I'm likewise hoping for a time of just intimacy with the Lord, a time of care. Um, I've been really thinking about that a lot in my, my times with the Lord in the morning of like just doing less, even like reading less. Um, not like, because I want to read less of the Bible, but because I don't think, um, God needs me to do that right now in this season. God needs sometimes where I just am having a clear mind and am silent and I'm just waiting. Um, and I, and so I'm hopeful that the Lord will show up and care for me as well. So really similarly, um, but also I'm hoping that, um, for this Lent season that God will continue to shape my imagination. Um, because I think that's what makes me, that's for me personally, what helps me stay hopeful in light of all the crazy things happening in our world. Um, having an imagination for what God is able to do, I think is what makes me hopeful. And so I'm hoping God will do more of that. I think I see that in Jesus when he's in his temptation where it's like, yeah, just, you know, eat this rock or make this rock bread. And he's like, no, you know, what God offers is better. What the father offers is better. Oh, you can have all these kingdoms. No, like this already belongs to me already. Right. And so I love that, um, back and forth he has with, um, Satan or the evil one, because he's just really being reminded by God of what's already true. And so I'm, I'm hopeful for that kind of Lent season where God just reminds me of what's already true. Um, the things that I actually need, right. Not the, the things that I don't really need that I rely on from time to time. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's what I would say. What about, um, for our church, what would you say you're hoping for our church in this season? Yeah. Um, good question I feel like um, with regard to my offering to the church for this Lent season with regard to worship I think um, I would love for us to just continue to grow in our honesty to the Mm -hmm. Lord um, you know in worship as I was preparing for um, the first Lenten worship video um you know, one thing that the Lord brought to mind is that we have to, A, remember, and it's on my little list back here as I get ready to record later this week, but, um, you know, that God loves us and his Mm. desire is for us. Um, I think also when we go into this time of solitude, it's a good, it's a good reminder for the Lord just to remind us who we are in him. For us as a church, especially moving, you know, from Vine City to English Avenue, there'll be a little bit of an identity shift. You know, yeah. like we're into a new neighborhood, we're coming into a new building. You know, there's a lot of significance of newness, you know, coming around. Like, I think this COVID season is changing people. Um, I think it's revealing a lot. And so for our church, I think a reminder of who we are and maybe who God um, is making us to be as we mm. enter this new this new phase. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I I it's interesting to me because it feels like in many ways um, 
we started COVID in Lent, right? And like <laughs> we're still in COVID in Lent. Like we still haven't met in person um, for a gathering. And so even thinking about, you know, as we prepare to potentially meet outside and what that might look like. Yeah, that newness is such a good word, but that God would be preparing us and reminding us of who we are is really good. And I think the honesty piece is really strong. Like, I think that's um, our heart in some of the materials that we're presenting are, yeah, just for each of us to be able to take stock, right, to be honest, to get away from all the hustle and bustle and the things we need to do, we feel like we need to do in life um, and really think about what it is God actually wants us, Redeemer Community Church, where does God want us to be his hands and feet in the world, right? Um, What kind of posture does he want us to have? What kind of conversations does he want us to have? What does he want our worship to look like? All of that is, I think you're right, being reshaped um, right before our eyes in real time. And so, yeah, I think I'm I'm hopeful in this season that as a church, we can um, steep ourselves in the story, that we can be really steeped in what is actually true. Like I just, the culture around us is so disorienting but i'm hopeful that we can steep ourselves in what is actually true um and so to that end let's talk a little bit about what we're what materials we're presenting in this season so i'll talk about the first one um which is the devotionals so we've sort of been praying about this thinking about this um and collaborating on this but ultimately what we came out with was a weekly devotional that we want to share with you around psalms of laments and so if you don't know what the psalms are the psalms are um really poetry really song kind of right in the middle of of our scripture um and they're very authors, but all of these, I think, uh, all of the Psalms, and particularly the Psalms we've chosen, are that opportunity that you're talking about, Rachel. They're that opportunity to be honest, right? It's the psalmist expressing themselves honestly and saying, like, here's what I'm seeing, here's what I'm feeling, here's what I'm thinking, um, and then realigning to what's what's true. And so um, that's the Psalms generally. Then the Psalms of Lament are the ones that either communally or individually are posing really big problems, right? Like they're saying, God, something's wrong, either in me or in the world, and I need your help with that. And then almost all of them conclude with this really hopeful anchoring statement that God is the one who rescues, God saves, God's with us, God's care, God's love, God's mercy, all of that guides us and and makes us into the kind of people who can be present um, in this world as it is, but also hopeful for the world that is to come. And so on a weekly basis, you know, Mondays, you'll get um, a devotional guide, which will be kind of a prayer to lead you in a psalm to read, um, some words to think about and consider, and some questions, and then it'll kind of finish up with a formation practice and a breath prayer. So hopefully, as you kind of walk through it, either in a day or throughout the week, that you're really kind of marinating with these themes, um, marinating with these questions, and really opening yourself up to say, God, search me, know me, um, realign me with your truth. Um, and we're hopeful that, you know, doing all that, doing that together as a church family, we'll just all be thinking about and praying about and dreaming about the same things. Um, and that that would shape our worship together, um, whether it's through Zoom or whether it's outside or whether it's whatever it is, 
um, that all of our hearts would be aligning to these kind of themes um, and thinking about what God is doing in us and through us um, through these Psalms of Lament. So that's what you'll get by way of devotion every Monday um, in your email. If you're not signed up for our emails, then sign up for them so that you can get those. Um, and then Wednesdays, Rachel's going to give you a worship video. And yeah, I want to talk about that, Rachel. So um, I'm going to do a worship video and there'll be a little bit of crossover from your devotional, Ben, as far as like uh, trying to open up with the breath prayer that mm. you for that week. And then also maybe trying to pull one of your um, uh, questions um, and we can kind of use that to help shape our time of worship. So the goal for the time of worship is I'll create a video and we uh, it'll be based on the theme that Ben's come up with for the week. So for this first week of Lent, it would be help coming out of Psalm 12. And uh, so I'll just, I would, I open the video with just a little introduction, kind of explaining what we're going to do, which um, is just, we'll sing the song acapella to just kind of let it sink in. Mm. And then we, um, we'll just take some time to kind of write what that song brings up. And then I'll give us, uh, some examples of how we can take those things that we wrote in our journal and put them into the song so that when we sing the song, the idea really is for the song to be personal to us. So um, if we're, if we're, you know, we'll do, oh, Lord, I want you to help me for this first week of Lent. And so where it says, oh, Lord, I want you to help me, um, help me on my journey, help me on my way. So an easy which could just be, for me, I need it to say, help me to be patient. You know, mm. help me to be kind. Oh, Lord, I want you to help me. Um, you know, but then for another one, while I'm waiting, um, while I'm waiting, uh, my changes help me to trust you. So mm. while I'm waiting, they say, while I'm waiting, I want you to help me. But what we would say with the change would be, while I'm waiting, help me to trust you. While yeah. I'm waiting, help me to trust you. Remind me, you know, that you're loving. Remind me that you're good. Oh, Lord, I want you to help me. So um, the goal really is um, for us as believers to really understand that the worship lyrics that we have, no offense to songwriters, because what they have given us is wonderful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But for us to be able to make it personal to us in our personal time of worship, because, yeah. you know, Christ reminds us in John 4 that the Father is seeking worshipers who worship in spirit and in truth. Yeah. Holy Spirit is truth, and he is going to help us bring that truth to the Lord, because if there's anybody who's going to understand what's going on with us, it's Jesus, right? And um, God, in his kindness and his faithfulness, knows that for us to worship him in spirit and in truth is pretty hard. Yeah. Because we've been formed in a lot of ways, and one of those is to not be honest with God. There's not a lot of expressions of Christianity that have shown us, I think, that to be fully honest with God. And yet, like you mentioned, Ben, God has given us a whole songbook mm-hmm. that expresses joy and anger toward him and questioning his ways. And, you know, and it does come back to, oh, you are good. You know, like Psalm 119, you are good and what you do is good. Mm-hmm. Like, teach me your ways. What I see may not be good, God. 
but you are good. And so help me to find it. Yeah, that's good. So the devotional each week, the songs each week, and then these conversations. So Pastor Max is going to join us in future weeks, and we'll just be chatting. I mean, just talking about the theme for that week, the three of us, sharing, you know, testimony, how we've seen God working in our lives on those themes, and maybe even sharing struggles where we're still struggling to believe those things. And and that that piece, I think, for me is, is just about connection. It's about us connecting with each other and us connecting with you um, because all of us, as we share our stories, get deeper connected to the reality that all of us are struggling with the same things. If we're honest about it, um, they just look different. Um, and it's an opportunity for us to just remind each other how good God is um, and just to be connected to one another in community, which is a, a goal of ours as a church. So so those will be happening. And then the last thing, which is, is the thing that will happen most frequently, will be kind of weekday morning prayer. So if you're a morning person or even if you're not a morning person, um, join us for weekday morning prayer. So starting on Monday, February 22nd, um, 6.30 a.m. I will log in and whoever else comes on um, and we're just going to read scripture, pray, and we'll use the daily office, um, morning office format. So it'll be very formatted and structured, um, but there will be time for extemporaneous prayer. And again, I've said this a couple of times during the Sunday announcements, like no pressure to have a camera on or your microphone on. If you just want to listen to other people pray and pray over you. That is perfectly okay. Um, but this is just about rhythm. It's just about um, posture, really. It's a posture that says, hey, before we do anything today, God, let's just acknowledge that we need you, right? We need you. Um, that our life is busy. It's hectic. There's a lot of moving parts, um, but we need you and we need you to, to shape us. And so shape us by your word and shape us by the prayers of the saints and um, our own prayers. And so that's what we'll be doing in that time. Um, so please join us. So um, again, the goal with all of these things is that we might be formed into people who look more like Jesus, who love more like Jesus, who know more of who Jesus is and make Jesus known in the world. And so um, thanks, Rachel, for having this conversation conversation with me. And thank you, church, um, for journeying with us. We look forward um, to these 40 days. And then I think even more than that, though, sometimes I look forward to the 50 days that is Easter um, and celebrating that we do live in resurrection. So really dig into this Lent season, um, come to the wilderness with us. Um, and even though it's uh, the wilderness is designed to be a lonely place, we will not be alone. Um, we'll be doing this together. So thank you, guys. God bless you and um, have a great week.